In a world of confusion and hot topics, we are all looking for answers. Welcome to Tam Talks, a place for real and honest conversation on relevant issues today. And here's your host, Tammy Hotzenpeller. Hey guys, well, welcome to Tam Talks, a place for real and honest conversation. Well, guys, we're in a series right now called How to Communicate with God. And we set up this series last week, so if you missed it, go back and look at the intro, because I really want to talk to you about the art of communication. As I mentioned, most of us want to know how to communicate, whether it's with a neighbor or a colleague or a spouse. There's a breakdown often of communication because we don't know how to share our feelings or express what we're thinking or our thoughts. And that's really the definition of communication. So my question to you is if we're going to spend so much time on learning how to communicate with humanity, don't you think we should learn how to communicate with God, how to talk to God, how to listen to God? If you're like me in most of my prayer time, it's me just telling God everything I want, everything I need, all my struggles, my heartache, my burdens. And so often I forget that communication truly is a two-way street. It's really a time for me to talk and share, but to listen to what God has to say. So what I wanna do is I wanna walk you through the Lord's Prayer. Now, most of us know it, most of us can recite it. We hear it at baseball games, or of course we love Whitney Houston sing the Lord's Prayer. I mean, we love hearing that. Um, Celine Dion sings it so beautifully, right? We hear that song and we just, our heart melts because the Lord's Prayer is such a beautiful prayer. But if you can't go deep and truly know what the Lord's Prayer is, you're missing out on what Jesus took the time to teach his disciples. So let me set it up for you before we get to the Lord's Prayer. If you open up your Bibles and you walk through Matthew 4, 5, 6, and 7, and those will be the chapters that we talk about, in chapter 4 of Matthew, Jesus is actually in the wilderness. He's been baptized now by John the Baptist, and he's gone into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil, the Bible tells us. Now, let me just do a little bit of teaching here, because I think this is so good. You have to remember that Jesus was tempted and tested in all ways, yet without sin. There was not one temptation that he fell to. And he knew how to come against the enemy. So we need to be reading Matthew 4 and realize what Jesus did when Satan came and tempted him with all the the lovely, wonderful things that this world has to give to us, right? All the ways that the world wants to rob, steal, and destroy Satan himself. We realize how Jesus came against those temptations. And also we realize in Matthew 4, during this temptation time, that it says he was fasting for 40 days. And that's a big part of my heart and my life. You know, I've written a couple books on fasting. And you have to understand that prayer and fasting, when coupled together, give you power and authority over the things the enemy wants to bring against you. So we see that in chapter 4. And then after he comes out of chapter 4, the Bible just tells that there is just a power over him, that he has such a strength, that he literally is irresistibly attractive, that people are following him, the multitudes are following him. There's an anointing on him, and there's power on him. And in chapter 5, he begins to call the disciples. So if you'll read chapter 5, you'll see as he's walking along, he's going and calling Peter and Andrew, and he's beginning to call the disciples. And then he makes his way up on a mountaintop. And it says the multitudes and the disciples are sitting there. Now, this is so good. I I could just see myself sitting there because I want to be a follower of Jesus. 
which that word follower means disciple, right? So they're following him. These disciples are following him. And he sits down on this mountaintop and he begins, the Bible says, to teach them. And he teaches them about the things of humanity. Now, listen, this is so good because he's just come out of that wilderness. He's just been tempted by the enemy and he's going to talk to humanity. He's going to talk to his disciples about the very things that Satan is going to come and try to trip them up with. And he says to the disciples, listen, you have to realize you are the salt and the light of the world. The people are going to look at you. You have to be light and truth. You have to speak with honesty and integrity. He spoke to them about things of their heart, matters of their heart. He dealt with jealousy and greed and power and all of these things that the human heart's going to struggle with. Can't you see Jesus on that hillside just having a dialogue, just having communication with the these disciples and they're talking and then he says listen guys you have to realize that anger in your heart is like murder if you have anger in your heart towards someone that's the same thing as the Old Testament law about murder and then he said to him adultery is looking with lust in your heart when you look at someone with a lustful look that's like adultery don't just think you have to have the act of adultery. If you have lust in your heart, that's like adultery. And then he began to talk about honoring marriage as being sacred. And then he talked about going the second mile for someone in need. And then he talked about loving your enemies and doing good unto others. That's everything he's talking about. This is the Beatitudes in chapter 5 of Matthew. And he's laying out all of this beautiful communication with the disciples. And then the disciples looked and said, but Jesus... Teach us to pray. Teach us to pray. All of these deep truths, all of these things that Jesus was trying to disciple them and mentor them and school them, all these acts of humanity that we all need to understand in our own heart, out of everything he was teaching them, the one thing they wanted to know was, Lord, teach us to pray. And why? because he had come out of chapter four in the wilderness, praying like they had never seen prayer before. Because you've got to remember the disciples knew how to pray in the respect that they, it was a part of their culture. It was a part of their tradition. If you've ever been to Israel and you've seen the, the wailing wall, they knew it was a part of what they were supposed to do, but their prayers were empty. Their prayers didn't have power. Their prayers didn't have authority. It was ritual. It was routine. It was religion. It didn't have power. And I think that's the very thing we need to say today. Lord, teach us to pray. I want to have communication with you. I want to have dialogue with you. I want to listen to you. I want to know that you and I are on the same page. Lord, teach us to pray. And you know what was so cool about Jesus? He looked at those disciples on that mountain. He looked at those people who were following him. And he said to them, before I teach you to pray, I'm going to teach you how not to pray. Isn't that so cool? I'm going to teach you what not to do before I teach you what to do. You know, I was just recently in Denver with my kids. And my little grandson, Atlas, said, hey, Gammy, would you teach me how to ride my bike? And that was awesome. It was such a great experience to go out with Atlas with his new bike and to teach him how to ride a bike. But I said to him, hey, buddy, before I teach you how to ride this bike, I'm going to teach you how not to ride this bike. See, there's a few rules that you have to know before you ride this bike. First of all, don't ever get on this bike without a helmet. 
That's the first rule to knowing how to ride a bike is knowing what not to do. Don't ever get on this bike without a helmet. Number two, don't ever leave on this bike until you've told your mom and dad where you're going. Make sure they always know where you are before you take off. And then number three, I said, hey, Atlas, there's gonna be people that kind of tempt you and test you to ride this bike in an unsafe manner. Maybe to do things with your bike that you really shouldn't do, right? Don't ever do that. Know how to ride your bike. Well, now that we know how not to ride your bike, let me teach you how to ride a bike. See, that's exactly what Jesus did. He said, I'm gonna teach you what not to do before I teach you how to pray. In Matthew 6, verses 6 through 8, he says, When you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets, that they may be seen by men. And the disciples are going, yeah, Jesus, we get it. That's exactly how we pray. We pray probably with a sense of arrogance and pride. We stand on the corners or at the synagogue and we pray ritual words and righteous words and religious words. That's the only way we know how to pray. Jesus says, don't pray like that. He says, because if you do, you've already received your reward. That's as good as it gets because those prayers haven't gone anywhere above the ceiling of the synagogue. But he says to you, when you pray, you guys, go into your room and when you've shut the door this is so good stay with me this teaching is so good when you go into your room shut the door and pray to your father who is in the secret place did you know that you have a secret place everyone should have a secret place that they pray to god my secret place is on my prayer walks I'm alone with God, I'm talking to God, I can't, there's no pretense, I can't pretend that I'm something I'm not. I'm alone with God, I have to really know where my heart is. He examines my heart, he brings course correction, he tells me, Tammy, there's some things that you need to clean up in your heart before you try to pray to me. You had some acts of jealousy or anger or some things you said or some things you did, and we gotta clean that up before you try to come to me in prayer, that's where that secret place is. That's when I begin to go deep with God and he evaluates my heart. So he says, your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. And then the second thing he says, before you pray, make sure that you're not praying with vain repetition over and over and over the same thing. Vain repetition that it's all about you and what you want and what you need, the same thing over and over. He says, the heathens do that, for they think that they'll be heard for their many words. Guys, before we get into the Lord's Prayer, I want to stop right now, and I want to end this podcast before we begin to teach what the Lord's Prayer teaches. And I want you to examine your heart, and I want you to go deeper, and I want you to say, God, before I ask you to teach me how to pray, teach me how not to pray. Teach me how to not pray with vain repetition or empty words or pride or arrogance. I want this podcast to be a day or this YouTube video that you're watching be a day where you really cleanse your heart before God before we go into the lesson of how to pray. So stop right now and ask God to create in you a clean heart, to create in you a steadfast spirit, to ask him to cleanse your heart and show you if you have any, anything against someone anger, jealousy, rage, a besetting sin, something that is in your heart because Jesus wanted them to clean up their hearts before he taught them how to pray. 
So I love that. I'm going to end with this verse. In verse 8, it says, Therefore, do not be like them, for your Father knows the things that you have before you even ask. So find your secret place before we come together in our next podcast or YouTube video together. Ask God, where is your secret place? If you don't have one, you might want to create one. Um, I have a prayer room in my home. It's my war room, my prayer room. I spend a lot of time there. I get on my knees before God. I have prayer requests. And it's my intimate place and my intimate time with God. So find your secret place, clean up your heart, and get ready to go deep into the Lord's Prayer. I look forward to seeing you guys next time. Have a great day. God bless you guys. See you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us today on Tam Talks. You can find more resources and information at TammyHotzenpeller.com. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook, and don't forget to share this podcast with a friend. We pray blessings and abundance over your life today. Until next time, stay safe and God bless.